Greetings and welcome to the Transform Podcast. It is Wednesday, March 30th, 2022, and you are listening to episode 46. And I'm your host, Christopher Anastasio. So I hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are having a great week so far. Can't believe we're really, really close to entering the month of April. Feels like we just entered 2022 not long ago. Um, but what I wanted to talk to you guys about today uh, was just a couple of headlines that jumped out at me. You know, one of the things that I really like to make sure I'm always on top of is, uh, I think I probably mentioned this publication to you guys uh, at least once before, probably more than that. Uh, but there's a great, great website called socialmediatoday.com. Uh, I get the daily newsletter, the weekender summaries from them. Uh, they cover the entire gamut of news in the social media space. If there was one single website to keep up with their news in this space, if you're interested in the whole digital marketing and social media marketing space, I would say you've got to keep up with social media today. And they just have this great newsletter that's very economical and not, you know, you know, not way too much kind of a thing. We can't even digest it. It just really clearly segments out the different articles that they have on the different platforms and different news in this space. Uh, so I really, really, really encourage you guys. If you were, I mean, especially if you're doing your own marketing and you've really taken control of this on your own, I would say this is kind of a must-have to stay up on the trends, stay up on the news in your, you know, in your arena. And then if the one, if you're going to pick one place to do it, it would be social media today. So anyway, all that being said. Um, you know, ran across a couple headlines, uh, one from their March 30th email, of course that's today, and then uh, the one that came out yesterday, there was a headline in there that jumped out at me. So I kind of wanted to just round up this news for you guys and point a couple things out about it um, and, and just give you my take on it, uh, and then you guys can do, you know, what, what you'd like with it. The first one that kind of grabbed me, we'll jump into, is, and I'll just read the headline to you, it says, quote, new study finds Facebook's interest targeting is inaccurate around 30% of the time, unquote. Okay, now, as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh, geez, another blow to Facebook's you know, reputation. I mean, like, how much can one company take? Of course, the company's meta, not Facebook, but you, you understand what I'm saying. I mean, like, if you guys have followed what's going on with Zuckerberg and meta and Facebook and Instagram, I mean, it's just been a messy, messy last 12 months for them. Um, so I'm like, geez, like, this is just not going to help them. But you know, the more I thought about it, guys, I kind of like quickly gravitated over towards looking at this glass as half full, or to be a little bit more accurate, 70% full, because the way I kind of thought of it after a moment was, okay, so it's inaccurate 30% of the time, which means it's getting interest targeting correct 70% of the time. I mean, that's basically like saying, just to back up for a second, guys, if you've never put a Facebook ad together, if you're not sure what I'm talking about at the, at the highest level, it's basically talking about when you put a Facebook ad together, you know, you're running an ad on Instagram, whatever, off the, the collection of platforms that Meta has. Uh, one of the things that you're able to do, and you know, you do this on just about any uh, ad platform, uh, you know, in social media, is there's going to be a chance to, to plug in the interests of the demographic, the audience, whatever you want to call it, that you're, that you're targeting overall, where you can say, hey, you know, I've picked people, let's say, in this region, uh, who have, you know, uh, meet these characteristics and they're interested in blah, 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 blah. You know, they're interested in Gary Vaynerchuk. They're interested in digital marketing. They're interested in social media marketing, for example. And so you, you, you'd sort of build a little bit of a profile around their interests and then you would, you would run the ad and hit those, 
those interests hopefully as, as best as possible. Obviously the algorithm is not perfect. So we never would have said, oh, you know, interest targeting is 100% accurate. Oh my God, it's actually only 70% accurate. I mean, it's not gonna be 100% accurate, so it's not shocking that there's, a, that there's a certain error rate here, right? So as I thought about it, I was like, you know, it's, it's just, you know, given that, given that process that I just talked about, when you, when you make an ad and you pick interests and you're hoping to match your ad to those interests, I mean, there's just no reason to expect it to be 100% accurate, number one. And number two, I mean, when you, when you think about this number, this 30%, it means it's 70% of the time, you know, seven out of 10 people that you're hitting, you match the interest correctly. Like you hit the person with the interest that you were looking for, right? So, so there was that reaction that I had, right? And so this article on social media today, it kind of goes into, you know, how in the past this was sort of exploited like politically with political ads, you know, matching to people's interests and so forth. And, you know, it just kind of looked at this thing, um, you know, you know I don't want to say from a negative standpoint, but it was kind of looking at it more from the glass empty uh, perspective. So in the study that was done to come up with this number, I'll just read you a quick excerpt of that quote. Uh, it says, quote, to obtain insights into how Facebook generates interest from a user's Facebook activities, we perform controlled experiments by creating new accounts and systematically executing numerous planned activities. We found 33.22% of the inferred interests were inaccurate or irrelevant. To understand if our findings hold for a large and diverse sample, we conducted a user study where we recruited 146 participants from different regions of the world to, to evaluate the accuracy. We developed a browser extension to extract data from their own Facebook accounts and ask questions based on such data. Our participants reported a similar range, 29% of inaccuracy as we observed. So, you know, now this is, first of all, I mean, this is a small scale study. I mean, 146 test subjects out of 2.9 billion users. I mean, that's pretty small. But it, I mean, it's an interesting conclusion. I mean, no question about it. I don't want to dismiss it. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like, you know, and a couple other things I just want to point out that it, I mean, this is kind of interesting, actually, the, these other like smaller tactical points that they make here in the article. So it's saying here, quote, the researchers also note that Facebook system often doesn't distinguish between positive and negative interactions, which can also lead to inaccuracy. So you guys got to think about this, okay? So here it says, quote, for instance, we commented negatively on a Harry Potter page and received interest in Harry Potter and Daniel Radcliffe, you know, who of course was the lead actor in those movies. So that's kind of interesting that, you, that somebody could express a negative sentiment on top of a particular subject. And then even though they dealt with it negatively, they could get targeted as being interested in it. Now you could make an argument, like if you're taking the time to be negative about something, you have some level of interest in it, right? Like you have some, you know, you have some desire to interact with that subject matter. But nonetheless, I would, I would argue that that is interesting that, that it could make that kind of, um, that misassociation, I guess you could say. It also said here, um, the study showed at times that, quote, Facebook system will incorrectly attribute entities. Quote, this is a subquote. quote, for example, upon visiting the Apple, parentheses, tech company, close parentheses, page, apple, parentheses, fruit, close parentheses, was inferred as an interest. So it mixed up the apple company with apple fruit. So that's something to think about. And it's an interesting point. It's like, if you're coming up with an interest that has a double meaning, that by itself does not stand alone, and that could mean something else, you have to take that into account. You have to think about that. Like, okay, is that 
the best way for me to reach that audience? Do I need to change out that interest because you know I could end up kind of running into myself a little bit there if there's a double meaning? Okay, so I think you know I don't want to bore you guys with quote this entire article. I think it's worth looking at uh, and reading. Uh, for yourself, again, if you're running ads, if you're thinking about running ads, if you run ads on Facebook, if you run ads anywhere, I mean, if you do LinkedIn, if you do uh, whatever platform, it's just interesting to kind of gather these sort of data points about, you know, how these algorithms are not perfect. You can't expect them to be perfect. And I really think, to be honest with you, that when you think about like, okay, I can target people in a Facebook ad and 70% of them are going to be pretty relevant to what I'm targeting versus let's really dial the clock back and say like sticking a billboard by the side of the road and you know 90% of the drivers going past don't care about what's on that billboard you know it's 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 a real leap forward i mean so i actually like by the time i was done reading this i actually see this as in some ways a positive um, for facebook even though i don't think it was necessarily intended uh to to convey that so just kind of wanted to say that, you know definitely I, I encourage you to read the entire article i don't want you to just go off of what I'm telling you here. I mean, there's some other interesting stuff in here about, uh, you know, you, you know, using lookalike audiences and how Meta's kind of working on this little situation, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, check that out, guys. It's actually, so Andrew Hutchinson published it actually on March 28th, and it showed up in the March 29th email from Social Media Today. But if you just Google, or you go to Social Media Today and you look up the Facebook targeting 30%, uh, you should get it. So that was the first headline I want to mention to you guys. The second one uh, that jumped out at me, and I'm kind of excited about this for, uh, you know, for the Twitter account that I run, um, uh, you know, and, and just, just broadly speaking for entrepreneurs and people, you know, kind of using Twitter for business purposes or professional purposes, is that on March 29th, uh, yesterday, and then showed up in today's email, Social Media Today published an article that said, quote, Twitter's professional accounts are now open to all users, unquote. So, so the professional profiles option that they've been testing and using in a limited capacity with certain users has now come out for everybody. So everybody can convert their Twitter account to a business account. Now, in the article here on social media today, I was actually kind of a little teensy bit frustrated by this because I couldn't find what you're able to do with the uh, professional dashboard uh, like what features and what specific insights it's going to give you. Um, but if it's anything like if you guys have used like let's say um, if you guys have used like like the Instagram professional profile and seen like what that looks like and you know it gives you some charts and some data tracking that you can do in there and like checking on your audience and stuff like that who's who's interacting with your posts you know whatnot. If it's anything like that, it's going to be useful. It's going to be it's going to give you useful insight. It's going to give you uh, data that you can orient off of. So it's it's super exciting if it's anywhere in that ballpark, and I just can't imagine it wouldn't be. Um, so there's that, but I would have much rather been able to tell you guys exactly what, um, what features you're going to be able to extract from it. But the interesting thing is there's some criteria you have to meet. Like you can't have been violating Twitter rules, and you have to have a complete profile, and you have to be authentic in that profile. Uh, I don't know if that means your 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 face needs to be there. I don't think it means that. Uh, I think it just means you can't be copying somebody else as like a celebrity or some other known brand or whatever. So they have to just make sure you're not doing stuff like that. Like you have a fan account or a parody account. That's not going to give you a, 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 a path to a professional profile. So you have some, some hurdles you have to clear, but they should be pretty simple. 
And then just to do it, at the end of the article, I won't read them back to you guys, but it just shows you, <clears throat> excuse me, how to, um, you know, how to set up the account. So it's just a series of steps that you follow when you're inside your profile and you get everything kind of squared away there and you can, you can then convert your Twitter over to a professional account. But if you guys say, well, you know, Chris, yeah, it's great, Twitter, whatever, Twitter's like so 2007, like forget it. You know, I mean, I get it, guys. Like, Twitter is not the platform of choice these days. But if you go back to previous episodes that we've published, um, and let me actually, I can give you, let me just give you exactly what they are here. Uh, should have been prepared with this um, already, but let me just take a look at the episode count here. So we've, we've talked a little bit about Twitter on this podcast, and actually, you know, there's some interesting content out there for you guys to take a look at in terms of is Twitter something you should be doing and using and stuff like that. Um, if you look at episode, let's see, uh, episode 35, published that back in mid-February, uh, Twitter for podcasting, where I talked about using Twitter spaces to kind of test out podcast topics, approaches, styles, tonality, I mean, whatever. I mean, you can really like exist in those Twitter spaces uh, in a way that becomes very helpful uh, to your podcasting efforts. Uh, so there's that. There's episode 35 on that. And then actually there's another one, episode 29 from uh, January 20th. That's Let's Talk About Twitter. And that was a little bit more at the macro level, like why should you be using Twitter? How can you use Twitter? Should you be using Twitter? So I would encourage you to check out those two episodes, 29 and 35. And um, yeah, I think, you know, it's really interesting that now they have, um, you know, now they have uh, the, this professional space uh, or excuse me, this professional profile option that you can go ahead and convert your account over to. So definitely take a look at that, guys. I really encourage you to, you know, if, if you have a Twitter account, I would definitely, you know, if you're using it for business, I would absolutely check out the professional profile. If you don't have Twitter right now and it's kind of hard for you to see how you would use it, I wouldn't say do it because of this, but I would say this might be one more reason to consider. So if like you're like, hey, maybe I should use the spaces. Hey, maybe I should use the conversational aspect of it. Now you can add to that and say, hey, I'm actually going to get even more insight out of it than I planned or that, that I thought I could in the first place. Okay, so anyway, guys, that, that's really what I wanted to kind of point out to you. Those things caught my attention this week. Wanted to get the word out to you, uh, send you over to social media today. You can check those articles out over there on Facebook and Twitter, uh, and we will uh, find a, a, a place to, to post them as well from the transform perspective. Uh, but anyway, guys, just want to um, wrap up by saying, uh, you can find us over on Facebook under Transform. You can find us on LinkedIn under Transform. And, of course, the website, transform.com. And thank you for liking and sharing and subscribing to this podcast. Super, super, super appreciated. Uh, can't thank you guys enough for that. Uh, but anyway, check us out later this week. We'll be back with episode 47 uh, later on this week, probably publishing that one on Friday. Uh, but in, in which case, it will be April by then, crazily enough. Uh, but anyway, guys, thanks for listening today. Um, Definitely check these articles out. Think about how they might fit into your strategy. Think about how these things kind of affect what you're doing with your business. And drop us a line if you have a question or you want to talk about any of it, okay? All right, thanks, guys. I'm going to go ahead and sign off here for episode 46. You guys have a great night. Bye-bye.